Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, and we are here for a brief but impactful, hopefully, uh, reaction to the Hawkeye trailer. Hawkeye, the MCU series on Disney Plus, debuting November 24th, right before Thanksgiving, believe it or not. Just something else. Um, obviously, um, I am here with the super producer, Jake Christie. Jerome Chang is uh here's what i like to say i always say when jerome's not here he's on assignment um he's on assignment <laughs> he's on he's on assignment jake how you doing man i'm doing well uh happy to catch up quickly about this uh you know uh, a lot of people make jokes about hawkeye but uh, i think this is this is a very exciting looking series absolutely and I, I, I before we even dive into the trailer i think that's the general consensus around people who talk about not only the character but the show it's like i really can't stand hawkeye why are they giving him a series but then people see this trailer it's like oh holy shit this should be pretty interesting and i think one of the things that's that's definitely happened in terms of at least how i view it and and some of the stuff that i know about the series going into it is i think people should be very excited for this because just generally this is opening up the door for all of these crime families that exist, if you think about the Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man world and how many crime families he deals with, like Hammerhead and Kingpin and stuff like that. There's just a lot of mob stuff that happens in Marvel that hasn't been covered yet. And this show is opening up with that. Can I so, ask a very important question? How yeah. accurate when they introduce Hammerhead, how, ac- how much do you think his head's going to look like a Hammerhead shark in the MCU? Yo, that's gonna be very interesting. I have a feeling that they're gonna definitely CGI it to the best of their ability. Oh, I was thinking because in the in the comics, does he have like a superpowered reason why he has a hammerhead, or I thought his head just looked like that? No, I think um I think there was an accident, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but I do need I need to go I need to go double I, check. I, that, I, I feel so. like this, that's gonna just I can just predicting it's gonna be one of those things. It's a character I'm vaguely aware of. It's gonna be one of those things that they like make his head somewhat shaped like that, but not really. And people are gonna be like, they didn't be faithful to the comic. It's like, yeah, because the comic looks dumb and the answer is more realistic. But anyway, continue. Well, right, exactly. So <laughs> but yeah, like just stuff like that is a great example. And Obviously, the big thing that we didn't see in the trailer yet, but I mean, of all the nods and winks, the one of the least kept secrets in the world is that Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, is coming back uh, to this show, uh, probably later in the latter episodes of the series. So that part is interesting on, on itself. But let's get into the trailer before we talk about more things. Um, This trailer, to me was and i think a lot of people said die hard type of things it was a lot of to me also like a little 24 vibes there was a lot of uh i think that that's Clint more Bart. accurate that a meme that was posted on the discord um earlier today was there's a viral tweet which is uh this like from like two years ago where it's a guy who has only i'm reading it so this is not from memory guy who has only <laughs> seen the boss baby watching his second movie quote Getting a lot of boss baby vibes from this, which that's when people and the tweet that tweet that I'm quoting mm-hmm. was quoted today talking about people saying it was like Die Hard. It's like Die Hard in that it's an action movie with explosions, but like yes. it's not really like Die Hard at all. No, yeah, and I think it's because it's uh, but they're it's doing at it Christmas. at Christmas it's time. Christmas, oh, it's like, like yeah, it's like that's every Shane Black movie ever made. Like, come on, um, anyway, <laughs> but. But yeah, uh, the trailer is interesting. Obviously, we see a lot of Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop seemingly copying the Ronin character, which, listen, 
if they're going to go into flashbacks of that, I'm very excited for in general because we get to make all the jokes about where Hawkeye was January 6th this year. So, like, nowhere good. just it, no, clearly nowhere good. And it looks like he's going to have to deal with that. He's, we see him at the outset with his family in New York uh, having dinner and not his wife, though, which some people kind of like, uh, jumped and made that a thing but guys i don't think and also, you, you see a show. bit in it where he's on the phone and he says like hey babe i'm gonna be back or something yeah, like that. clearly yeah, and she's still around and someone's like what they couldn't get linda card oh like what you do when you can't get linda cardellini back now he's divorced and it's like the amount of people that marvel the people marvel can't get back are people who are worth with above 50 billion dollars <laughs> like I, if, if they want linda cardellini back they can get her back i, I promise you <laughs> Yeah. And and just because we don't see her in the trailer doesn't mean we won't see her in the show. Um, I think one of the other things in the trailer that is just interesting is kind of the I always love anything that's watch dad vibes because you just see Clint looking like so exhausted. So like I'm so done with this. And it's funny, like even the synopsis uh, that was released today kind of uh, refers to Clint as former Avenger not actual Avenger now. So I think speculation is fair to say that this series is going to be used as a vehicle to just get Kate Bishop in there and maybe give Hawkeye a last run as a character with anything significant while also giving him a proper send off. Yeah. And I think that I actually kind of, even though it was only a few, it's only been, you know, a handful of hours since the trailer dropped, I've already gotten tired of like the, I didn't like Hawkeye in the MCU movies, um, but I think this looks good. It's like, that feels like unnecessary to state. It's like, yeah, we know no one like Hawkeye in movies. Like, that's kind of the whole point. Um, I just kind of tired of people acting like it's a novel thing to say, I didn't like Hawkeye. It's like, yeah, no one did. Um, but I think that <laughs> the reason he's not that great in the movies, though, is because he's not really, obviously the Ronin stuff is its own thing. But before then, he's really not put in a position to do anything. And they don't really right. give him much of a personality. Um, it really, I think it was a huge mistake on their part to you can't have the character that has kind of like the laughably weak power in the group also be a straight man. Like that character has to have a personality and the fact that they kind of let him just be stoic. It's like, no stoic is the guy who's the most powerful. If you're going to, if you're gonna make a character stoic, they have to be very powerful and important in the team. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you have a guy who's not that powerful, but he's stoic, it's like, okay, so this guy is not really contributing much on the battlefield, but he's also not very entertaining, you know? But what I was thinking when I was watching this was, I think Hawkeye's best moment in any of the movies is, and I think that this is kind of beyond dispute, is his scene in Ultron with Scarlet Witch, where he says, yes. like, the city's floating, I have a bow and arrow, et cetera, et cetera. And I got that that's the way he's playing it in it, um, that he's playing it as a guy who is kind of, who is aware. Because that's the thing that's great about that is because he is in on the joke about him being not up to snuff with everyone else. Right. And I get the vibe that, although he compared to regular people and regular people with guns is incredibly powerful. I think he kind of has the vibe of, he knows exactly, he knows he's the guy with the bow and arrow, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because uh, that talk always is like, Oh, I don't like Hawkeye. I don't, I think it's to your point where he hasn't been put into any like real position to really succeed substantially because there's so many big, so much more bigger characters in the Avengers that you can't really get a look at it. And that's what I think the Disney plus shows are trying to do is take a look at not only smaller characters, but also give uh, characters um, vehicles to show themselves in a different light. And I think this is a, another perfect example. Uh, let's just talk about Kate Bishop off the, off the, off the front, mm -hmm. off the rip, 
Yeah. Uh, what did what did you think of what we saw uh, from Haley in this trailer? I mean, I'm very excited to see what she does. I mean, Haley Steinfeld was nominated for an Oscar before she got to middle school, you know, and I, actually maybe she was in middle school at the time, but she is incredibly talented. And obviously that's not a guarantee of anything. Like there's not a lot of buzz around Quvenjane Wallace right now, but still being like, she clearly has been tapped to be a super charismatic great screen presence forever and i think that that's something just innate that you can't teach and so mm. while you know we probably only get like 40 seconds of her on screen in this whole trailer she's just incredibly magnetic yeah. and i just can't wait to sit here and do shit in this going in this and going forward and i think that there's just a great rapport that you can have with hawkeye because i think attention you actually even see in the trailer is she clearly thinks that Hawkeye is not just a square, but we know that yes. Hawkeye is a square. And so I think that there's going to be a lot of comedy with like, wait, mm-hmm. I thought you were this badass, you know, guy with bow and arrow who was doing justice and stuff. And it turns out you're just a wash dad. You're just Anthony Canton the third out here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. And yeah, it's like, I oh, I thought you were, were killing people. Now you're freaking too busy. Got to put the Ben, I have to rub a icy hot on your back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It, it, I really, I really love uh, what I saw from her, and I really have high expectations for her. I can see her going forward in the future, like just to see um, just this little bit of chemistry that seems to have been built already in the trailer. Just the stuff with the arrows in the car, and um, kind of like the team up stuff that they're doing. That it, it really looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and that doesn't even include some of the story stuff that. Uh, will get like in terms of some of the casting like they uh vera formiga is casted as as kate's uh, mother and i just don't think that they cast her in that role just to be good old moms she might be up to something vera formiga has never played like like she she can it's not like she always plays evil people she plays plenty of good people but like the her main role when i think where is a good person is in the conjuring movies in which she plays like a super bizarre woman who can talk to spirits like very for me is just like the fact that fear for Mika was never an a-list actress is because she is too weird to just play someone's mother you know what i mean like there's something a little off about her at all times and so like even just in the one shot you know you just know that there is that there's something shady going on here. There's going to be a betrayal. And I don't think that that's a bad thing because in the same right. way that like we know you don't have fear for me to just play her mother. I don't think they're going to present her as just like good old mom. But I think that you're right that there's just so much under the surface that's going on that I think that even though we've been seeing Marvel trailers for years and years now, people still don't know how to watch them. People are like, this gave us an overview of everything that's going to be in this series. It's like, no, 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 no. This is just like to whet your appetite. Um, and so, yeah, I think that just the little snippets we get are the things that are really exciting to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and just other people, because we didn't even see him in the trailer. Tony Dalton is in this. Anybody who's watched Better Call Saul uh, knows how awesome Tony Dalton is in that as a uh, Lalo Salamanca. Ooh, just tremendous uh, performances there. So I'm excited to see what he does in that show as as a as a, somebody who knows Hawkeye and Hawkeye's past. And that's another thing that the synopsis refers to is something in Hawkeye's past. And I don't think it's just the Ronin stuff. I think it's the stuff that Hawkeye used to do, which is a comic related uh, thing uh, where he was involved with the circus. And, and there was a whole bunch of people in there who had a bunch of special tricks which i feel like as the show as we dive into the show we can get 
into the mythology as we do these uh, recaps as we keep going. But overall, the trailer was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very exciting. Was there anything else that, that stuck out to you in particular? I mean, I just really like that they're doing a Christmas thing. I think that that's a really inventive uh, thing to, way to approach it. Um, because not that I think that this is really in danger of being sick too similar to the other shows, but I think you always need to be looking for little ways to differentiate whatever you're making. Um, and setting anything at Christmas is always, I think, like there's a reason why Shane Black said all his action movies there is because there's always, a, there's, there's just a hot more, all the things that are normally high stakes in a movie, like family and, you know, togetherness and all that. Like there's just so much more high stakes to everything. Um, and, you know, New York Christmas time, you and I both know it was great. And so yeah. like, <laughs> I, I'm excited to see that. And, um, you know, just like the little things. I mean, obviously a lot of people are talking about the Rogers musical, the Steve Rogers musical. <laughs> yeah. but, um, just I, the, the, the vibe, I think, is what the trailer gave me that maybe yes. you know, I was excited. Because whenever you can, I love juxtaposing intense action with happy songs. It's a very cheesy move, but it always works on me. And the fact that that's what they went with for this made me really excited. Yeah, I think, they, and it's funny how um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in its trailer and in the way that it built up to it had this very like serious vibe, serious tone. And this one just seems like it wants to have fun. And if that's the case, then I think we're in for something very, very entertaining. Um, I think one of the other things that we saw in the trailer was one brief shot. It was of Alakwa Cox, who's playing Echo, uh, who's actually getting her own series on Disney plus that is supposed to start filming early next year if i'm not mistaken so that may be out that might be coming out next year so uh, uh that's something to look forward to the red silhouette is like another example of we're not too far away from from matt murdoch showing back up so like that's another thing to watch for not that he's going to be in this series but whoa, 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 but I, I i heard from uh big from good sources that matt murdoch's not going to be in spider-man no way home uh a husband of a very important person has been telling me that he's not in there so <laughs> that's too funny and it's fun i i briefly interacted with him a couple of weeks ago and um just as as always when i interact with anybody um i'm very good natured and yes. i got him off my back within one reply yeah. So like it was, but it's like I said to him at the time, or like I quote tweeted above him. Um, listen, he's you know when December seventeenth comes, he's gonna see Charlie Cox on that screen, and I don't know what he's gonna say then, but he'll probably uh, anyway. he'll probably have to say something, whatever yes. that is. All so right. let's move off that because I was being cryptic about it, but it's uh no, no, because no, that's yeah. fine. We that we yeah. can talk about it. No, I know it's I know it's something we can't talk about. It's a basically for anyone who's not in the know, uh Deborah Ann Wool, who played Karen Page on the MC. Yeah, because I forgot homie's ne name, so that's the why Marvel I Netflix stuff. Her husband has been insisting on social media that Charlie Cox is not in Spider-Man No Way Home, probably because she's mad he's mad that her his wife is not in it, but um yeah. But yeah, I think that that's so funny that like I because I, I, I don't really follow a lot of the ins and outs of Marvel Twitter and especially new stuff because I don't have patience for that. But the amount the, the fact that even I became aware of it, it's like, dude, just you're he's tweeting through it too much. No, nah, shout out to to El Jefe Charles Murphy for for taking that in stride as well because he's been going mm -hmm. at Charles a bunch mm -hmm. um, on there. But um, yeah, when when December seventeenth comes, I guess we're gonna see what happens because. Exactly. Uh, Charlie Cox is going to be in a lot of stuff yeah. coming going forward yeah. in the MCU. <laughs> so um, 
how excited are you to see Vincent D'Onofrio back? In, Incredibly uh, excited. In this, yes. I, I think him as Kingpin is just really great. Um, I think he's perfectly pitched where it is like a little bit heightened in a way that you like. And I think it's kind of a problem with some of the Marvel villains is that they don't have the right level, either the way too heightened or they're like super underplaying it. And he's like kind of, he's at the perfect mix where like he is so intimidating um but also like the thing that's scary about scariest about him is that he doesn't seem like he the paradox of the way he plays kingpin is that kingpin is in control of everything in the city but the way he plays him is that he doesn't seem like he's in control of himself at all which mm-hmm. i think is super terrifying that's more terrifying than the guy who seems like he's controlled that in control of all of his faculties that's like fine you can predict that but the fact that he simultaneously can own like a block of the city but you also don't know if he's gonna beat a man to death with his hands just because i think is great and that it always felt like he was one word away from beating a man to death with his hands oh yeah and it, it's just and they have so many ways now for them to use him. You can obviously use him here. You can, what um, I'm assuming they're going to use him in Echo to continue that story and just kind of spread that whole crime syndicate thing out. Um, I, I'm i looking forward to a, a potential first interaction with Peter Parker at some point because that will be really fun. You want to talk about Tom Holland and Vincent D'Onofrio together on the screen? I am all in for that, especially with with anything um, involving Spider-Man after this uh, after this first trilogy uh, in the college years and him dealing with crime should be really, really fun if they choose to go mm-hmm. that direction. But but that's the thing about being able to use these characters in Disney Plus. You can kind of move them around mm-hmm. and do different things with them. Yeah. So I would expect hey. to see. Oh, you know, no, oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say everyone because everyone's complaining like, oh, I doing a whole show about Hawkeye. It's like. The show is about Hawkeye, but it's also going to be a vehicle to introduce so much more because they don't. It doesn't seem like they have a ton of story lifting to do with Hawkeye. Like something comes back in his past, there's some fighting, but it feels like there's going to be a lot of real estate to establish new things. And I think that that's the great thing about the Disney Plus show is because in a movie mm-hmm. you only have two two and a half hours, and so you really can only deal with so much outside of the main story. But in a TV show, you have time to introduce new elements that you can pick up later. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, Hawkeye. It'll be interesting to see because. And the Hawkeye's gonna run into Spider-Man No Way Home and and go till Christmas and it's right before Thanksgiving, so literally the day before. So I guess we'll we'll have to figure out a, a recording schedule for the, that first episode. But yeah. um, yeah, that the series is gonna be interesting. Really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I think that I think that does it as far Absolutely. as Hawkeye is concerned. Uh, before we go, so today it was funny because. We stood at MC University Pod on Twitter. If you haven't followed, yeah, go go give us a follow. If you're listening to this show, check us out. You know, we, we, we like to have fun on, on the uh, socials. But we were at 945 or 46 followers, so I put it out there. I was like, yeah, let's get to 950 so we can make this announcement. Yeah. And then, of course, the uh, legend Howard Bryan came through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as always, championing us, mm-hmm. uh, showing us love. Appreciate the brother. And uh, we went past 1K and yep. still going up. Yep. So, yeah. So, Jake, as somebody who came up with the idea, yeah. Um, yeah. tell the people what we are planning to do. I like to be called the architect of the idea. No, <laughs> I think I've been thinking about the matrix too much. Um, but no, so this idea I had at like 700 followers. No, I think even less than that. And it was kind of like, something like yeah, we'll do this in like 2020. No, we were at like four something. Yeah, we, okay, we were at like very little. And because we, this has really been exponential how much we've grown in the past few months, like the past year, basically. Um, 
and I said what because I had just seen like a group for charity do like a table read of a movie I'm like what if we did that for uh an MC movie and I figured if we get to a thousand followers we and a bunch of our friends would do a table read of the script of the first Avengers film um live on Twitch probably but that remains to be seen depending on what the best host is for it uh and now that we're a thousand followers um it's probably gonna be sometime in the next few months uh I can't be immediate unfortunately because obviously we need to wrangle a time when like we can get like 15 people on a zoom together <laughs> 49 uh, speaking roles in this in yes this stuff, now so. obviously we're gonna double up a lot of it so we're probably gonna i'm estimating this is not important to anyone but probably 12 to 20 people um are gonna mm-hmm. need but uh i'm just really excited to do it and um you know even though we reached our goal keep keep please keep telling people to follow because um the more people we have uh more fun stuff we can do and then you know obviously and i'll go bring it back to you there's obviously also our patreon which if you really want to show us love and want to hear more of our uh i want to say great stuff but it's exactly half great stuff and exactly half bullshit and i think that that's the right ratio for a patreon yeah i'd say it's probably more of our unfiltered selves and not to say that we're not unfiltered on i'm certainly not i feel like for the (laughs) most part like i feel like for the most part especially when it comes to the way that we analyze things i would say that i'm I'm a little bit more reserved, but I think the Patreon stuff is a chance to just like really have fun with it because we're doing kind of some retro stuff. The intent uh, is to have fun more so than to like the analysis is like is definitely more secondary. Obviously, we still do an- analyze the stuff, but when we're talking about like a old because we've done the old Spider-Man movies. When we're talking about the old Spider-Man yeah. movies. We're less in talk, and it's less important to us to talk about what they mean and more important to us to joke about them. You know, Ex- exactly. And I'm not, and I, and I'm not as beholden to the strict analysis as I am on the mains, mm-hmm. um, especially with some of the stories. As you know, retroactively, you can go and look back at stuff. But um, yeah. Um, patreon.com uh, uh, slash MC University pod where you could get any bonus episodes that we do. The last thing that we did was the Spider-Man 3 uh, episode, which which came out. So we've done the first trilogy. We've done the Sam Raimi trilogy. We have the amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield uh, duo uh, that's coming up later this month. And yeah, we'll be leading up to No Way Home doing those. Uh, we'll be doing some DC related content soon too. Doom Patrol is coming out, one of the best shows on television. I will say it here. I'll say it anywhere. Check out Doom Patrol if you want to go for a a different superhero ride. So I would check that out. Uh, me and, and Shivani are going to do some some content related to that. Come so. early next month. Um, we're letting there be carnage, obviously, um, on the Patreon. Uh, carnage will be let happen. And that doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so just look that up and uh, please give us love there if you want to. But um, you can follow us. At, I don't know why I'm taking your hosting job. You can follow us at MC University Pod. I felt like we were going back and forth, but it, we really weren't. We're, we're uh, really like tossing it back. We're really like yeah. passing like we're like we, Ron I, we and Wade in, in the Dallas series. <laughs> like uh, what you call it. Um, uh, neither of us wants to shoot. So we're just no, passing no, no, no. the ball to each other. Yeah. Uh, no, it's OK. I'll finish it out here with this. Uh, yeah. So as Jake said. Venom's coming out October 1st. They moved it up, which mm-hmm. is something to say for what Shang-Chi did mm-hmm. um, at the box office. So that's really cool. We will definitely do an episode on that once we see it. And uh, yeah, just keep following, keep supporting the show. It helps us out a ton. And I say, even if you don't follow, even if you don't support us on the Patreon, rate, review, subscribe Absolutely. right there. Like that's just as much support 
Uh, we love engaging with the people on social and we'll continue to do that. And hopefully some more good things are on the way. I would suspect as such. So we have a what if episode later this week. And uh, before we go, Jake, where can we follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at the Jake Christie. This is my other podcast, No Funk, Strictly Monk, where me and Andre Barrett talk about the USA Network original series, Monk. Awesome. Good job. And you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three. Nothing writing right now. Taking a brief little break after all that Shang-Chi coverage uh, uh, at Murphy's Multiverse, but check them out. They're doing some really good stuff over there. A lot of exclusives from uh marvel producers even somebody from the marvel parliament if you if you know the marvel parliament's the people in charge of all the decision making with kevin feige so some some good interviews there and uh, on some of the decision making processes that go on so you could check out murphysmultiverse.com you could check out the show obviously at mc university pod and for jake christie i am anthony canton the third this has been marvel cinematic university and we will talk to you next time <laughs>